0: Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Navigating the Modern World. I am Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I'm a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching in the Denver, Colorado area. If you have an interest in learning more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Today, I am talking about the epidemic. I am not good enough. So, I'm deeply connected to this epidemic because this epidemic is, in fact, what I struggle with most as a human being. Um, It's this idea that I'm not good enough or I've done wrong or I harm people or I harm the world. And it's been an interesting life journey inside of this context of I'm not good enough or I'm a bad person. I'm going to say that those two are almost the same. So I'm really going to talk about this because something that continues to come up for me inside of life coaching is this idea of responsibility, taking full responsibility of our lives. And recently in a session with one of my clients, we were defining what the difference is between being childish in thought and adult in thought. And many people don't like this phrase of like, adulting or becoming an adult. And so one, I just want to begin to redefine what an adult is so that people who maybe get triggered by that realize that it actually has nothing to do with like having a nine to five and like having all these kids and having a home with a picket fence and having four cars and having two dogs and um, having all this like sort of things, the, these things in life that society tells us we need to do. In fact, actually, that is not being an adult. It has nothing to do with being an adult. Childish versus adult, the main distinction that I can find that resonates the most and seems the most true is that a childish perspective is a perspective in life where You don't understand that you are kind of in some sort of, I'm going to put quotes around this, control, quotes around the control of your life. And what I mean by that is that children don't really take responsibility for anything. They do whatever. And yes, they might get in trouble and they might feel like a bad kid or that they've done wrong. But like there's no real knowing of I should take responsibility for my life because that is how I will have power and control in this lifetime, right? It's like kids just kind of are kids. They're just doing whatever and things happen and sometimes they mess up and it's just kind of like that. And as we get older, we have the opportunity to in some way, mature and create this adult perspective. And the adult perspective is the realization that you are 100% responsible for your life. 100%. You're responsible for the good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing. You're responsible for it all. When you're a child, we can blame everything on things outside of ourselves, because we don't realize that we actually are in control of our thoughts and how we react and respond to the world. And we don't actually understand yet that it's our responsibility for how we show up in the world. And so going from a childish perspective to this like adult perspective is literally just based in responsibility. Owning 100% that you're responsible for life is the adult perspective of life. There are many adults in quotes, so people who are over, I don't know, what, 21 years of age, who still have a childish perspective where they blame everything on things outside of themselves. And they point fingers and they feel like their life is out of control because life just keeps handing me them handing them these things and they don't know what to do with these things, right? It's just a childish perspective. It doesn't mean anything. It's not bad. It's not good. It's neither of those. It simply is. And then you have the opportunity to kind of like take ownership, full ownership of your life. And when you do that, you in some way gain this perspective and power in your life that you didn't have before. And we will all revert back to childishness. That's just like a part of being human. Where like it feels much easier to put the blame on the situation or this person. And then it's how often can we return to taking responsibility? How often can we return to this kind of more evolved perspective that I'm going to call the adult perspective? Um, And so how this ties in with the I'm not good enough phenomena is that to take 100% responsibility of your life is to also take 100% responsibility of your thoughts. 100% responsibility of your thoughts and the perspective with which you are living your life. And this is like, I'm talking about this because this is a recent kind of revelation in my life of like, oh, like I also have to be responsible for my thoughts. And one of the thoughts that pervades my mind is I'm not good enough. So today I was actually sitting in a cafe and I was reading. And I began to get clarity around this thought, I'm not good enough. And I'm going to describe it the best way that I can in words. I'm going to try to translate this and break apart the I'm not good enough so that hopefully someone listening to this can get some freedom like I got. And I want to say that To move from revelation or like an understanding of something, to move from that, to deep knowledge, we must take action. So I want you to not just listen to these words and listen to what I'm breaking apart, but I suggest for you to practice. I suggest for you to take it on and verify what I'm saying because I'm not the be all end all. I'm just a conduit for things that, come into my awareness, so that and I share my awareness in hopes that, one, it solidifies for myself even a little bit more, and two, that maybe somebody, anybody, might get something from it. So, okay, so we were talking about responsibility, and I want to say most of our thoughts are lies. In fact, I want to say almost all of our thoughts are lies. And why is this? Because most thoughts... Live in either our past, thinking about our past, our regrets about our past, or something that's happened in our past, or trying to not recreate our past, or they live in the future, the imaginings of what will happen, what could happen, what's gonna happen, dreaming about this and that, like, right? Like, there's like either the past or the future. And I wanna say that truth only can lie in this present moment. Real truth is presence. We get real access to truth in the present moment. The past is done and the future is not here. So everything that's real is this present moment, this breath. And so our thoughts, our thoughts are never like, ooh, what is this What is in this breath? What is the wholeness of this breath? What is the yumminess of this present moment? No, our thoughts are always like, gosh, I can't believe I said that. Gosh, I can't believe I did that four years ago. I really don't want to like think about my future because what if my boyfriend leaves me, right? It's like our thoughts are just everywhere. They are chaotic. It's why meditation is so important and so powerful is that we begin to actually be able to see the thoughts that drive us. And when we see the thoughts that drive us, we can see that they're not real. The past is over, so it's no longer real. Once something happens, it's in the past, it's over. And every time we ruminate in the past or things that have happened in the past, we're like dragging that past with us into the future, into the present moment and future. So the past never really gets to be the past. It's constantly with us because of fear. We don't want that to happen again. Or maybe we want to attach to it because we want more of that and we don't want to lose it. Right? It's all fear-based. Whereas real truth is in this present moment only. So if you take a deep breath and maybe take a few more where you just think, about your breath. The inhale and the exhale. The inhale and the exhale. And find the breath in the belly. The rise of the belly and the fall of the belly with the exhale. The rise and the expansion of the belly in the inhale and the fall of the belly in the exhale. And just do a few more on your own. Really just trying to feel the sensation of the breath in the belly a kind of phenomena happens. All of the other thoughts that crowd our brain kind of dissipate for a moment. That quietness, that stillness that lives in the sensation of the breath within the body is presence, is truth. Everything else is just a collection of our personal history, or imaginings of the future. So I want to break this down a little bit further for you with the phrase, I'm not good enough. So since this is my personal phrase, I was like, okay, I'm super curious, like, what is this? And I want to start by just saying that my understanding of spirituality and my understanding of this life is literally we are not separate. That me and every other human and every other thing in this world are one. And we can kind of like see that if we look at like the space. Okay, so if you were to look at the front of your body and think where your body ends begins like the molecules of air. Right. There's like molecules in the in the air. It's proven. This is scientific. It's not fake. So there's like your body ends, molecules in the air begin and then something else finally the air molecules touch something else so for me I have a table in front of me so the air molecules touch the table and then the table molecules go for as long as they do and then they stop and then they touch the chair on the other side and then after the chair ends then there's air molecules again and then at at the end of those air molecules is my bookshelf and this goes on forever and ever and ever if we were to look at a road Where the road is, the road is, and then where the road ends, there's like a sidewalk. And then the sidewalk begins. And then from the sidewalk, the sidewalk ends. And then there's a building. Like we could literally see that every single thing in the whole world, the whole universe is touching. And air molecules, the molecules that are in the air that make up the air, are actually the same molecules that make up our body. Everything is made up of the same... um, Like, I'm going to totally butcher this, I'm not a science person, but we're all made up of the same things. And so that might get a little bit um, too trippy for some people, but I just want you to think about it, ponder upon it. So if I deeply believe that I am not separate from anything, not separate from anything, then let's begin to look at this phrase, I'm not good enough. So I want to state something, and if you've studied spirituality, you may have come and like encountered this, but anytime there's an I or an I'm, you are identifying with something. And if you identify with something, then you make yourself separate from the whole. So if everything is connected everything, and I am a part of this whole, the spiritual whole, the physical whole, if I am just a part of everything, then the second I use the word I, then I separate myself from that whole, which then it becomes a lie. Because you can't be separate and whole. So I want you to just think about that. You can't be separate from the whole, different from the whole, and the whole, So from the very beginning, this phrase begins to break apart and it begins to like disintegrate its truth, right? If it's I'm, I'm not good enough. The I'm means that I'm separate from the whole and it's just not true because I believe I'm the whole. So then let's look at the next two words, not good Not good. Something I also believe in my spiritual understandings is that everything is perfect. Everything is working for the good. Everything is as it's supposed to be. Because if it was supposed to be different, then it would be different. Everything. Nothing left out. If something was supposed to be different, it would be different. And to be present, like truly present, then everything just is as it is. So right now I'm sitting at a table. I'm talking into a mic. My computer's here. Like everything in this moment is just what it is. There is nothing else than this moment. If I'm thinking about the past or I'm having imaginings about the future, then my mind is wrapped up in things that are no longer true or real. And if you're imagining about the future, they never have been real and they're not real. So if I deeply believe that everything is as it's supposed to be, That doesn't mean that I'm condoning war or condoning people, killing people. No, that's not what I'm saying. That would be me choosing a side. That would be me saying what you're doing is good versus bad, right? That's that's me choosing a side. What I'm saying is everything is kind of neutral and everything is just what it is. Everything is neutral and it is just what it is. Our mind makes up that things are bad or good. Our mind makes up that things are bad or good. So let's look at this phrase again. I'm not good enough. So not good, these two words in the middle. So we've discussed I'm, create separation. I'm separate than the rest. I'm not good. Not good means that you're bad. So you've chosen a side. And when you're saying you're not good, that you're bad, what is that based in? What is it based in? Well, for me, it's based in my past. I've done this. I've done that. I did this. I did that to this person. Right? It's all based in my past because in this present moment, everything's neutral. There is no good. There is no bad. I'm just sitting at a table talking into a mic. But if I state I'm not good that I'm separating myself from the whole and the not good is completely based on what I have done in the past, which is no longer real. Also, what not bad is stating is that when something is bad, it is wrong. When something is bad, it is wrong and it needs to be changed. It needs to be different than it is. So if I say I'm not good, I'm not good enough or I'm not good, I'm bad because of these things I've done in my past. So once again, dragging our past into the current moment, dragging our past into, you know, the future of like, I'm a bad person now, so I'm probably going to be a bad person in the future, the next moment. When we do that, when we think that we're bad, then we're making ourselves wrong, And that means that there has to be something else that's right. And it's that pursuit of what's right that makes us be a culture of I need to change. How I am in this moment is not good enough. And I need to change to become something else. And to become something else, it's got to be some future imagining. When I'm this way, I'll be good enough. When I look like this, I'll be good enough. When I have this much money, I'll be good enough. When I have this job, I'll be good enough. When I have kids and I'm married, I'll be good enough. It's all in the future. It doesn't exist. And to continue to bring our past into our present and into the future by dragging it with us, thinking about all the things that we've done that quote-unquote aren't good, Is just us living in another realm that is illusion in the past. It's over, it's said and done with. If you check in with this breath and with this moment, everything is actually neutral and everything is actually okay. So let's try it again. Let's take a few breaths. Let's find the sensation in our belly and take a few breaths. So both feet flat on the ground, hands placed on the thighs. And let your eyes close down. And find that sensation in either the heart, the chest, or the belly. Maybe it's a small pulsation. Maybe it's a warmth. Maybe it's a vibration. And once you locate it, just notice it and breathe into it. Inhale and exhale into it. Feel the sensation, feel the breath. This place is neutral. The breath and the body sensations are our connection to the present moment and are our connection to truth and to God. When we live in our minds and in thought, which is all that I'm not good enough is, it's only a thought, And it is the biggest lie that I live into. And for me to have an adult perspective, I have to take responsibility for that thought and that lie with which I allow myself to live into. If I say to myself every day, I'm not good enough, my whole world gets filtered through I'm not good enough. And you better believe I find evidence for it. You better believe I find evidence for I'm not good enough. If I filter my life through that lens, through that thought, that is what shows up for me in my life. But if I begin to be like to be honest about it, of like, oh, okay, like this is just a thought. And breaking it apart and really looking at it and being honest and every time it arises as a thought in the mind from the neck up, I tell myself, okay, it's time to just drop into my body. It's time to, tr- to find that neutral place. Anytime you choose a side, you believe something is right or you believe something is wrong. You have identified with something. And you have created separation in either yourself or another or a situation. Because if something is right, if you believe something is right, then that means something else has to be wrong. That means you win and something else in this life has to lose. And that is the basis of war. Separation is the basis of war. I'm right. You're wrong. And let's fight about it. It's the, it's the cause of all fights in relationship. It's the cause of all fights in, um, between religion, between communities of people, between race. And it's all made up in the mind. The reason I know that it's all made up in the mind is because what one person deems as good is not good to everyone. What one person deems as wrong is not wrong to everyone. There isn't a universal right and wrong. Right and wrong don't exist except for in our brains. What's real and exists is the breath, is the sensation in the body, is this present moment. In this present moment, there is no right and wrong. In this present moment, if I just... This breath, and then this breath, and then this breath. There is no separation that exists at all. And you're going to have to just verify this. I know that this is all kind of like maybe heady or... Is hard to grasp onto. And all that I'm asking is that you entertain the idea. I'm not asking that you believe me as absolute truth. I'm just asking that you listen and that you practice. And so the practices is, is that every single time this thought arises, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. I need to be different. You know, the definition of suffering is wanting something to be different than it is. Wanting something to be different than it is in this moment is the definition of suffering. Wanting something to be different than it is. So if you state you're not good enough, then you're stating you want to be different than how you are. And that equates suffering. And it's all a lie. Because nothing can be different than how it is in this moment. Nothing. Nothing can be different than how it is in this moment. We can all dream about things being different, but that's somewhere in the future. In some future that we may not even get to. Some future that's made up in our imaginings. It's not real. In this moment, nothing can be different. It just is what it is. And I deeply believe that truth is understood by all. So, this breath is understood by all. It's breath. It's neutral. There's no war in it. There's no hate in it. There's no guilt in it. It's breath. It's our life force. Some might say it's love. Some might say it's vibrant energy. It's the thing that keeps us all living. In this breath, there's nothing to be confused about the breath. Truth is understood by all. This present moment is understood by all if you actually get into this breath and then the next breath. Truth cannot be misunderstood or misinterpreted. I'm not good enough is deeply misunderstood. Because if if I think I'm not good enough and I asked all my friends if I was good enough, the consensus would be different. One friend would say, of course you're good enough. Another friend would be like, oh man, I struggle with that too. You know, another friend would be like, Kimberly, that's ridiculous. Of course you're good enough, right? It would be completely different with each person. But we all breathe each breath. We can all definitely say 100% that yep, I'm inhaling, yep, I'm exhaling. And we can all practice checking into the body, getting silent, feeling the sensation in the body and feeling the breath in the body and what it becomes is neutral ground and you've got to practice it. You're going to get really caught up in your thoughts really quickly after. So you'll connect, things will get silent, things will get neutral for a moment, and then you'll get reintegrated into your mind and you'll begin separating yourself again. And the practice of life is learning to just be present and in the moment. And I fail every single day. I fail a bazillion times a day. My mind gets caught up in imaginings. My mind gets caught up in the guilt of my past. My mind makes up I'm not good enough. It's like constant. And it's like every time something comes up and I realize it's not real, Nothing in the future is real. Nothing in my past is real anymore. This present moment is all that's real. I reconnect to my breath. I reconnect to my body. I drop out of my mind into my body. This present moment is real. I'm here. I'm sitting at a table. I have a computer in front of me. I have a mic in front of me. This is real. It's tangible. I can feel it. And that's maybe our job here is to simply to learn to become aware of how our brains and our thoughts can create so much suffering for us. The story I'm not good enough or the story I'm a bad person has created so much suffering in my life because it keeps me separate and because it keeps me dragging my past with me. Have you ever tried to drag a table with you everywhere? Pretend that you're dragging a table with you everywhere. And you're just dragging it behind you. And you're like, why is it hard to get out the door? Why is it hard to get out of bed? Why is it hard to get anywhere? It's because we drag all of this baggage from our past with us. We think it's in the past, but it's not. It's with us always, and it's for protection. It's what what the brain's supposed to do. Like, keep it in your brain that you're not good enough because then if somebody says something, then they can't harm you. If somebody disagrees with you, they can't harm you because you already know you're not good enough. So if you just keep dragging this with you, it'll protect you. All the while, it's hard to live your life. And it takes vulnerability to be present. It takes vulnerability to be with what's real this breath to take responsibility of your thoughts to take responsibility of what lies are running your life to take responsibility of how you show up in each moment are you being reactive from thoughts about your past are you being reactive because you're dreaming of some future that's creating fear in you to take responsibility is to pause and see what's real see this breath And to just say like, okay, I'm caught up in my mind. I'm terrified of the future. I've been thinking about my past. And what's real? This breath. Check in with the body. Return to the present. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to agree with what I say. Just try it. Just try it. See what happens. And... That's all it takes is practice. Everything takes practice. We can either live in the past and beat ourselves up every day, or feel really sad that we lost something. We, We could do that our entire life, and most people do. Or we could, you know, dream about some future about when we lose weight or when we look this way or when this happens, and we could live into a future that isn't real for the rest of our lives. Chasing the carrot, the imaginary carrot, chasing, chasing, chasing more and more in our lives until one day we're good enough, until one day we've made it, quote unquote made it. And what I want to offer is that you've already made it. This is it. That breath you just took, that's it. This breath you're taking, that's it. If you can't find peace here, you won't be able to find peace in some future. It's here, and it's now, and it's available for you. And the lie that you're not good enough is a lie. You're not separate from anyone. And being bad doesn't exist. Being good doesn't exist. What exists is this breath. And everything is exactly as it as it should be. Everything is exactly as it should be. Because if it was supposed to be some other way, it would be. And if you have questions about this or if you try it on and something feels hard or off or challenging, reach out to me. Email me. KimberlyCoaching.com. There's a contact form. Email me. I'd love to talk to you more about this. I'm not saying this is absolute truth. I'm saying I am a student on this journey and this is what I'm learning. And it might change, and it might evolve. And in this moment, this is what I'm learning. And it offers me peace, because if I'm not good enough is a lie. And if I take responsibility that I created that lie, but it can't exist because I'm not separate. And not good enough is all of my past. It's not real, it's not what's here in this moment. then I get to just find the moment and I get to feel the peacefulness of this breath and I in moments can maybe not have suffering and that's all I want for you thank you so much for coming here today and I'll see you next time